first scoreboard. The old firm through the decades. Some call it the greatest derby in the world. It is certainly the game that divides a country. When Celtic play Rangers, Scotland holds its breath. It's life or death to Celtic Rangers fans. Would you have signed for Celtic? No. Would you, Peter, have signed for Rangers? No chance. Absolutely not. Henrik was, um, you know, I call him a freak of nature. You know, 242 goals in 315 games. You know, that, that is just freakish. For me, it's the best Rangers team of all time that we were up against, and that's the biggest compliment I can pay those guys. When you walk in the doors, there's a special aura. When Graham left, David Murray actually just said, what do we need here? And we all said straight away, it's that man there. Our challenge, when, when Graham came in, was to put Celtic off the, the top of the league. I don't care who we lose at me. See if you win a sign for us, you can't lose at me, Rangers. I'd have given the world the old firm is beyond anything I've experienced and ever seen and all that as well and you don't know how it is until you actually experience it yourself each family hands down the mantle supporting their particular team and that'll carry on forever Super Scoreboard the old firm through the decades 0141-951-1025 It's time to talk football It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard International weeks don't come much bigger than this As Scotland prepare for a Euro playoff final against Serbia We'll hear from both camps as Stevie Clark gets ready for one of the biggest games in over a decade And on the club front, the latest batch of Betfred Cup games kicks off tonight I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me this evening is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna We're going to put the title race on hold We're going to ignore the Betfred Cup games, Gordon All roads lead to Belgrade, Red Star Stadium on Thursday night Serbia Versus Scotland Euro 2020 Playoff final And finally At long last We might just get back To a major tournament Yeah I think everyone's Looking forward to this Gordon A countdown's on Two sleeps now um, Big talking points Will be What is your team? Who's going to start? Uh, that's a massive job For Steve Clark. He's got good players At his disposal He's got to pick The right ones For the right night to get us to a, a, a championship Is it appropriate for a 57 year old To measure things in sleeps well, Would you say uh, Listen It's two sleeps for you It's two sleeps for me It's actually two sleeps in a bath for Gordon That's true Bath oh, night is Wednesday yeah, here Wednesday. Bath oh, night I'm building up, building up 0141-951-1025 This is Tuesday Just in case you had lost track The biggest of international games Coming up on Thursday So let's get stuck right into the build up with that But it is only Tuesday We've still got room I think just about for any lingering thoughts from the weekend if you really want 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. How do we go into this international break then, Roger? What have we what have we learned? What's the, the latest on the domestic front? Um on the domestic front we have learned that Rangers are in as rich a vein of form as probably any of us can remember. Um to score eight goals. Against Hamilton Ackes the weekend To score 8 goals against anybody in the same division as you Is quite a feat um, So they've gone into the international break On something of a high um, Celtic got a much needed Much deserved win At the weekend as well To dispel a lot of the doom and gloom and negativity That surrounded the club after the Sparta-Prague defeat So we'll deal with all of that A couple of weeks from now But for now We've got a very big win for Scotland Followed by Two sort of little ones for Scotland as well in the Nations League. 
Yeah, I think uh, talking about our, our, our own game here, Gordon, I think that the weekend was important for both clubs. Rangers, you know, they're just going from strength to strength. Every player's fighting for a position. Steven Gerrard's making four or five changes uh, when it goes Thursday, Sundays, and it doesn't seem to be affecting them. And poor Hamilton Aki's suffering an eight. Uh, they just need to dust themselves down and, and get on with it now. And become Southampton If possible Yeah yeah well Brian Rice I, I love the way Brian He's so enthusiastic He's always He always comes out with something He's got to Because it's a difficult Difficult job Hamilton are all about Promoting their young players And that was a real sore one For them at the weekend We've all been there as Professional players and managers Let me tell you So it's not a disgrace Celtic Terrific result I've got to say Terrific result At 2-1 You're thinking Well a little bit of pressure here But they're up to gears and win the game And Brian Rice It's as well He can look at the positive side of things Because They've already lost to Annan In the Betfred Cup They lose eight to Ibrox They're bottom of the league And now He has to go to Stranraer Tomorrow night And then I'll be in Rovers On Saturday At Hamilton Banana skins Upon banana skins 01419511025 Let's kick off with that game In Serbia Scotland heading to Belgrade For the biggest game in well over a decade You can decide how many years Is it 2007? Are we going back even further? It's certainly big I think we can agree on that 22 years You know the statistics Since France 98 Is this the end of that long and difficult road? We are just days away from finding out. So let's build up together all of your thoughts. Where are you on the emotional roller coaster this week? Have you have you reached confidence yet? Are you feeling the worst? Are you somewhere in between? Nervous? Excited? You tell us. And perhaps most crucially of all, we're gonna have to pick this team because we've got almost everyone fit. We've got a couple of concerns. Who plays at the back? How does how do we fit in all these talented midfielders? What about the attack? So many questions to try and answer between now and Thursday. So let's do it together right now. 01419511025. Stevie Clark says it's good that they've got cover in the squad to deal with injuries to the likes of Ryan Fraser and Grant Hanley. Uh, despite a strong defensive record of late, he says they will need to tweak their defensive style to stop Serbia. The Ryan Fraser one, obviously Ryan played the last two games. Uh, in a slightly different position for us and it seemed to help the team so it's a blow but it's also going to be a big chance for, for someone else to come in and, and grab the moment uh, Grant hasn't been involved with us we were hoping that he would come along this time he's fought hard to come back from injuries played a lot of games for Norwich recently and he, he just felt a tightness in his hamstring that's that's going to keep him out of the game so that's disappointing for Grant but we've got we've got good cover in the squad as always when you enter that international manager you always wait and see what you what you get when this when you actually get into camp the every game is different uh, the Serbia game is, is is certainly different the way they play the the problems they can cause us when they've got the ball and hopefully the problems that we can cause them when they've got the ball are slightly different from the last two games where we were at home we had a good defensive shape last two games and it will need to be a good defensive shape in this game coming up against Serbia. Uh, but we'll probably have to tweak the, the way we defend slightly just to just to cope with what they've got. Right, let's do it then. 0141-951-1025. Alan's going to kick us off tonight calling in from Irvine. How are you feeling, Alan? A couple of days to go. Oh, uh, quite excited to be fair. Um, I was sitting having a wee conversation with one of the guys in my work today just uh, on what the possible teams could be. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, like, see... 
I reckon that Robertson, Andy Robertson would probably be left back. I think maybe putting Tierney into left centre back, but it's just who he plays alongside. If, I don't know, is Liam Cooper, is he still injured, I think? No, he's in the squad. Is he? He's in the squad, yeah. Is he in the squad? Well, I think he's obviously, I think he's our best, our best centre half we have, and then obviously the right back's a wee bit of an issue. But I'm thinking probably the midfield will maybe be Jack and uh, Callum McGregor with John McGinn playing in the 10 and the two boys that I would have obviously playing wide to support the fullbacks would I'd probably think Stuart Armstrong because he's, mm-hmm. he's obviously in a rich vein of form for Southampton now and Ryan Christie and then I think you've got to you've got to start with Lyndon Dykes up front because he's been doing okay for us but I think it's a bonus for us uh, having Griffiths back on the bench now a Rangers supporter but I think having him because I think he's one most natural striker that we've got so it's he hopefully can come yeah. on and maybe score a goal but I'm, I'm quite excited because I think I think we've got what it takes to beat them because we've got the right the right players there. It's just to see what you guys thought on that. That's one of those team selections that me and the guys were talking about, but it's just the right back there. Yeah. Who plays there? Is it Stephen O'Donnell? Is it? Yeah, I mean, Liam Palmer's back in this. There are so many questions, Roger. Let, let's see if we can cut through a lot of that um, and see if we can agree on, on some guarantees. We're going to play three at the back, aren't we? I would think we'll yes. play three at the back. Any yeah. doubt about that, Gordon DL? Nope. Okay, we'll move on. Alan mentions the likes of. Tierney, uh, you know, left centre back of that three, Andy Robertson. Do they both play? Definitely. Yep. Yeah, for me, they both play. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. We've got the team so far gone. Right. Okay. We're, um, we're on a roll here. This is where it gets a bit more difficult, and I'm glad Alan raised it. Alan says Liam Cooper is our best central defender, and I've no reason to to argue. He's certainly the, playing at, at the highest level the, of the, our central defenders. The, the one in the middle is the unknown quantity for me. I think McTominay will play right. Of the three Stick on I think so yeah Tierney Yes okay. Tierney on the left right, so, so we've now only got one to fill Apparently talk, Alan says Liam Cooper People will make an argument For Scott McKenna When he's been fit Steve Clark's always picked him um, Declan Gallagher Outstanding In the last three games Israel Slovakia Czech Republic uh, uh, Three games where Scotland kept three clean sheets So uh, Very difficult For him to drop Declan Gallagher So I think that is That is where the uncertainty is I do think it will be Tierney on the left McTominay on the right and A another in the middle Andy Robertson Left wing back And for me I think Stephen O'Donnell Probably did enough In those last three games To nudge ahead again Of Liam Palmer Who missed out injured That is the challenge Of international football management Gordon Deal. If you were to pick them on The level And we always talk about levels Liam Cooper plays ahead Of Declan Gallagher Doesn't he I don't, And mm-hmm. for me to say that I think you know That I'm, I'm pushing club allegiances To one side You've got the Leeds captain Operating in the English Premier League um, up against the Motherwell captain However I wonder if it's as simple as that And it's I wonder not, if Declan Gallagher's done enough It's not as simple as that Gordon I think that uh, If you look at Declan Gallagher uh, And Roger said there About his performances lately Of um, on a, In a Scotland trip I think he thoroughly deserves to be there uh, And I've got to say As a massive call Because you're right Cooper I think is a very good defender Playing at a terrific level Playing with a really good side um, obviously lost eight goals in the last two games. Yeah, they don't keep clean sheets. To be no, fair, they're a good team. Eight, eight goals in the last two games. I've just got to say, as if it was my decision based on what Gallagher has given, I would I would go with him. I, I'm I'm agreeing as agree with the the Roger about Tierney coming in. People will say Considine came in and played very very well. He did. This is a one off game. I think guys like Tierney, you have got to bet him in the team. But I think. Gallagher in there That's my choice Scott McKenna Anyone? No 
There must be a chance for Scott McKenna. I mean, Steve seemed, Clark seems to like him, doesn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When he's been fit, Steve Clark has picked him. Um, he's made a big move to Nottingham Forest. He's in the team every week under Chris Shooting. I think he scored last week, did he not? He did, yeah. Um, kept a clean sheet again at the weekend there against Wickham in the league. Um, he, he must have a shout for the for the place. It's, it's going to be very difficult. Um, in front, are, are we all agreed? Ryan Jack and Callum McGregor? Yes. Uh, in the middle, and then. Two further forward supporting Lyndon Dykes, I would imagine. Yes, mm-hmm. and you uh, can you can probably pair many two from three. Alan, have you been confident throughout on this? You sound pretty confident. I just wonder if that's a a new thing or if you've you've managed to maintain a, a pretty confident build up so far. No, no, no. I think um, I think the 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 boys that I've mentioned in that. I think that the, all the the players who are playing decent at their at their club levels. The only the only other one you could potentially swap out would be if you were to take you obviously put John McGinn in the Ryan Christie position and play with Stuart Armstrong. I think um te- against a team like them, I think the way Armstrong's been playing just now, his creativity I think will be a big part. I think Dykes would be able to feed off of that as well, do you know what I mean? So I think he's one of our more creative midfielders there. He's obviously not been playing but he's in a rich vein of form just now. So I think it would be kinda Hard to miss out on him I think he's the type of player In a game like that That can make the difference for us But it's, listen It's, it's good that we're, it's, it's finally good That we're having a have, To have conversations That try to decide on What, what yeah. teams are going to be In a long time Since we've had Sorry Alan I think, the, I think the majority of it And obviously You can correct me here If I'm wrong I think the big question Mark about last week When we're starting to Slowly build up to this game Gordon when I was on the show Was Griffiths should start I think we've put that to bed I don't think there's any chance now Griffiths will start. Um, I was looking at the game in, at the weekend there and you're thinking, he doesn't even go on the pitch at Fir Park, which, which I was very surprised at. So I can't see... So I think the, the majority, and as much as I love Griffiths as a goal scorer, I think he's a great threat. He'll come off the bench if we're needing him. Um, I, do, I, I think everyone now will put it to bed that mm. he will not start a game. Right, Alan, thank you very much That was nice to speak to you Alan and Irvin kicked us off With some very interesting suggestions But what do you think? Do you agree with what you heard? Disagree? You want to rip it up And do something completely different? That's what we're here for 01419511025 How do you fit Ryan Jack Callum McGregor Ryan Christie John McGinn and Stuart Armstrong in? Well, who, you, who misses out? You, you don't I, th- I think Jack and McGregor Will probably play a game away from home it gives you a bit of balance McGinn in the midfield. Play. How is Callum McGregor's form just now? Would you say? Yeah, I know what you mean, but if you don't play Callum McGregor, the balance of the team changes because McGinn, Christie, and Armstrong are all more offensive players. I think he would like almost a three-four-two-one if you like. You know the three centre halves we talk about. See, it's O'Donnell or Palmer on the right, Robertson on the left, and Jack and McGregor in there, and then two going up towards Dykes. The two, if you'd said to me two or three weeks ago, I would have said John McGinn and Ryan Christie are nailed on. Mm-hmm. But Stuart Armstrong's form, I mean, when Stuart Armstrong scored that winner for Southampton against Newcastle on Friday night, Southampton went to the top of the English yeah. Premier League. So he's playing very well. McGinn is one of those goals disallowed on Saturday night at Arsenal or Sunday night, I should say. You know, when the goal scored, you never think he could possibly be offside. And the guy's supposed to be in the eye line of the goalkeeper. So otherwise, McGinn would have scored against Arsenal at the Emirates. Um, and he performed very, very well. I think he'll need to play. Does Armstrong shade Ryan Christie? That's a big call for the manager. Yeah, well, but you then, who are you leaving out? You need oh. to pick one. We can play, try and play 12 if you like, but I don't think it'll, mm. it'll work. If I was picking the team, mm-hmm. I would probably go McGinn and Christie. So you're leaving Sure Armstrong out? I 
probably the Stuart Armstrong that scored I the goal to send Southampton prob- top of the English probably, Premier League. I probably would leave him out. And then that leaves you Griffiths off the bench, Armstrong off the bench, Kenny McLean, Shanklin, people like that. Okay, Gordon sure. Dale. Get it picked. Don't I, sit in the fence. I'm not sitting in the fence. I've got my team there and I'm hoping that Steve Clark listening. I've I've told I've told is, you who listening. my back three is. Uh O'Donnell will be <sighs> That's my big one. O'Donnell or Palmer, right? I'm Robertson down. I'm going Jack McGregor, McGinn. I'm going Armstrong and Dykes. No Christie? No. I think Armstrong for me. On a one-off game, I just... I be, I'm a, I'm a massive Armstrong fan. I, even when he was at Celtic, I was raving about him. I think he's improved with Southampton. And I just think he's a guy that could give us that bit extra. And... Listen, I wouldn't be bothered if I come in here on Thursday night and it's Christie because yeah, I think it's good quality. So I'm not arguing the point. Uh, one thing that is a blow, I think everyone can agree, is the absence of Ryan Fraser because there's no one who, who's particularly like him. You know, he's a bit of a one of a kind within the squad. He's pulled out injured, uh, but Stevie Clark says he, he does now have a spot to fill with with that absence. Uh, he's been talking through the various options he's got in that slot next to presumably Lyndon Dykes. The fact that Ryan's not going to be involved, there's a position up front that's available. Obviously, before Ryan Fraser was in the position, Ryan Christie was doing it for us and doing it very well. Stuart Armstrong's in top form for Southampton, doing really well. More an attacking midfield player, Stuart, than, than an actual second striker. And then you've got Ollie McBurney, who's, who I like. I think he's a good player. I think he's, he's got a lot to offer us. And him and Linden against Israel in the, the first game was a decent combination. It didn't quite spark, but it's something that maybe we could explore in the, again in the future. Uh, and, and Lee being Lee, we all know that his, his qualities are in and around the 18-yard box. He's, his recent finishes off the bench for Celtic have been have been top, and and hopefully he can bring something like that into the camp. But he hasn't started many games for Celtic recently, and it might be a big ask for him to start in, in a game of this magnitude. Paul is in the Merchant City. He's got some thoughts on that Scotland team, and we're going to hear from Paul next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Two days to go. Serbia against Scotland Thursday night. Gordon DL, we're here. We're on all night. That's how big an occasion it is. I don't know if you knew that. This is me breaking the news to you live on air so that you can't say no. But Thursday night, me, you, Mark Wilson, whoever else fancies it, we're usually on six until eight. Not this Thursday. All night, I think. Well, if we win, it'll fly in, Gordon. It'll be brilliant. We'll be celebrating. So, um, roll on Thursday night. You're up for that. Do you, oh. right. do you have the champagne on ice in here? I don't know about. Not I, drinkers. I don't know. Gordon I don't know if that's. Um, I don't know if that's advisable because they two talk enough rubbish at, at the best of times. So maybe a bottle and a pie at half time if mm-hmm. we're lucky. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and you're on until when? 11 Well it depends Let's leave that Let's leave that open ended At the moment Let's just say we're on For the duration But we'll be on For a good few hours So that's all all you need to know Good good uh, At the moment Right 0141 I'll I'll phone in after late call 951-1025 On the phones At Clyde SSB On Twitter as well uh, If you want And by the way Lots of people um, Very complimentary If you head to that Twitter feed At Clyde SSB You'll see a fantastic video that the, the team here at Clyde One have put together um, And if you aren't quite feeling up for the game yet Go and watch that video Call us back in two minutes I guarantee uh, you will be feeling up for it now So and received well, hasn't it? Very popular on social media today, Gordon? It certainly seems to be the way, yes It's been, uh, it's been, it's gone down well and rightly so um, Lewis, for instance, says Would Declan Gallagher captain Leeds? No, we need our best players Liam Cooper is clearly playing at a higher level 
Says Lewis on Twitter How how many players have played with Scotland at a higher level And not played particularly well Gordon I'm going in uh, Declan Gallagher's last few performances with, with Scotland I think he's been outstanding And I don't think anybody can argue with that Now If Steve Clark decides to go with Cooper or a McKenna I've not got a problem If he decides to go with Christie over Armstrong Not got a problem the, the biggest thing for me is simple Get the best team that he thinks will win the game for us on Thursday night. Do you agree with that, Roger? 100%, yeah. It's all about the results. It's all about the results. I think this run, Steve Clark and the players are on eight games undefeated, six wins, two draws against Israel, one of which ended up in a penalty shootout victory. It's the best run by any Scotland team, I think, since Willie Ormond was the manager in the mid-70s. So clearly... Stevie Clark's getting something right Clearly the players are getting something mm-hmm. right This formation seems to suit them Clark's style of management The way he puts the team out Seems to suit them um, I wouldn't pretend for a moment All eight performances in yeah. this run Have been aesthetically pleasing I don't mm-hmm. think uh, they'll be mistaken For Messi or Ronaldo anytime soon But If we win the game on Thursday night Have mm-hmm. a think Czech Republic and Croatia at Hamden in a major finals next yeah. summer and England at Wembley. What's not to like, Gordon? I mean, I see Lewis's point. Obviously, you know, you, you are talking about a guy that's playing uh, for a mid table Premiership Scottish mm-hmm. team at the moment versus an English Premier League team. And But if it was all about that, then then Lyndon Dyke certainly wouldn't play and Ollie McBurney definitely would. And, you know, and you could you could and, go on and on yeah, doing that. And Craig Gordon wouldn't be in the squad because he's playing in the second tier in Scotland. So it's just about how they fit into whatever's required on the night. Yes, of course. So let's bring in Paul, who's in the Merchant City. What are you thinking, Paul? Hi. Hello. How's it going? Good. Good. Uh, first time caller, so. Good to have uh, you. Doing my best to be neutral. Oh, you'll be fine. I'm a Can I give you a quick story about Mister DL before I start here? Oh dear. Absolutely. Well, first of all, he was a standout. Youth player at our level uh, when he was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, going, mate, he went on. from North. He went to North Mall to Bonco, which everybody thought was a, a backward move, and he got his uh, his dream move to his second favourite team, Rangers. Um, but you might not remember this, but the night that Celtic won ten and uh, sorry uh, the four two game, the ten men won the league. Uh, I met him in Mario's frying. <laughs> Uh, in Street. <laughs> That's good. That, that could be certainly true. <laughs> did he have? Did he have a game the next day, Paul? By any chance? <laughs> had a game that no, night. No, no, no. no he, he was, I think he was an un, unused sub, and he had his Rangers gear on. This and, is definitely uh, believable. This is a true story. Yeah. So. So that's 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 one for one for the vaults. So, but but and for avoidance of doubt, he was by far and away better than any of the North Motherwell boys or the Fur Park boys and uh, the standout player of his generation Never mind that Paul What did he order in Mario's? <laughs> Mario's was my favourite chippy Anyway Paul I can tell it's the first time you've been on because you, you've not quite understood that we don't praise Gordon Dale on this show it's, it's not not a good road to go because uh, his head is already struggling to get through the door What are you thinking about Thursday night? I just left my office earlier and one of the lads was saying about how strong a team Serbia are and am I right saying that they're five to one Scotland are five to one with the bookies to win the game? I certainly think Serbia are heavy favourites at the moment, yep. Yeah. So I think we're underestimating how good they are and if I were Steve Clark I would be looking to find a way of playing 
a 4-5-2 with Kieran Tierney at right back you're going, need, you're going to need to drop one because that's that's 12 players 4-5-2 four, 4-5-1 five, four, four, five, one. Five, sorry yep, that's fine 4-5-1 there you go yeah that's fine right, so, so Tierney at right back you think yeah almost a Craig Levine 4-6 oh. because I think we I don't think we can be as offensive as, as you guys are making out um, Stephen O'Donnell albeit he's a he's a seasoned pro I don't think he's quite at the level of international uh, class for a, for a team like Serbia so I think you've got to find a way of getting Tierney and Robertson as your two two bookends in your back four Right, interesting I thought, I thought Paul got off to a terrific start <laughs> uh, um, Listen, we've all got opinions uh, I, I can't see that I think Tierney will definitely play But I think he'll play left centre back If you look at Steve Clark, His preferred per, uh, formation is the three now And I think he'll stick with that I think the players trust in it Because they've had clean sheets And I think it's just a case of personnel In the positions of how he wants us to go forward, so I I, I can understand what Paul's saying four five one because you know Serbia. Uh, I like four five two to be honest. That gives us yeah, a better yeah, chance. Yeah, it gives us a better chance. But I just think over recent games, the manager will definitely stick to the three at the back. I, I think he will. Now listen, there's decent players in the Serbian team, like some Milinkovic Savic, who Alec Ray and Alec McLeish worked with in Belgium and is now now playing in Serie A. Good player Scored the goals over in uh, Oslo When they beat Norway Good player Alexander Kolarov Good player We've all seen him at Manchester City for years He's now in Italy Alexander Mitrovic You see him scoring goals for Fulham In the the Premier League Good player But If Serbia were that good They wouldn't need a Nations League playoff To get in the back door to the Euro Finals They're playing Scotland Mm -hmm. In this final Because they're on much more or less on a level with Scotland I mean they are ranked higher than us And they're at home Granted it's maybe not the same at the moment Because you don't have yeah, a hostile crowd or whatever but, but we are still We're still underdogs aren't we? But Yeah we're underdogs But I don't think we're great underdogs Look, look at some of the games we've played to qualify before You know, We've played the Italians That horrible night at Hamden mm, Don't remind we, me we, we, we played the Dutch Who were a, a supreme team when we played them And lost 6-0 in the Amsterdam Arena The previous playoff was England Beckham, Scholes, Shearer, Ince all these guys in 99 This Serbian team Is not on a par With any of those teams That I've just mentioned This Serbian team Is on a par With Steve Clark's Scotland team And I think we can win the game I'm not saying we will win the game I think we can win the game We might lose the game I certainly don't think We'll be embarrassed over there I don't think the Serbs Are A sensational team You covered every angle there Brilliantly Roger I think we can win the game. I'm not saying we're going to win the game. We could lose the game. Not going to say I, think we, I, I think we can win the game. Oh, I thought, I had to have, we have no doubt we can win the game, but we will have to be our best. Everyone will need to be in top form, and like every other every sport, anything that you go and play on, you need a little bit of luck. Uh, Paul, I get what you're saying about if they are favourites. Does that mean we need to be a bit more defensive? But it's not like As good as Scotland have been In the last few games And they've, they've got results We've not exactly been Free-flowing attacking We, we are quite defensive At the moment Are we not? Yeah My, my other point is It allows McTominay To go and be The holding midfielder yeah. Which is his natural position Now I, I get out And take out a position That I call the information But I just think that McTominay Is also a weak line At the right side Of the, the back three And that's his natural position I think it gives you ex, ex-insurance in front of the back four 
um, then I think that's that's the way we need to go. Again, Roger, if this is about sort of on paper, I get these suggestions. You know, Scott McTominay's not a right centre yeah. back, but 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 he is now really for Scotland. Is that it, the way we have to start looking at it? I mean, yeah, he's played. Did he play the last? Is that five in a row he's yeah, played? There? Listen, all of these points are valid points, but the reality of it is, Steve Clark will play a back three. He's not going to go back to a back four now. Because the back three is what he's used on this run to get us this far He's not going to tear up the script at this late hour So he's going to play a back three He'll then play wing backs He'll play a couple of holders in midfield And then a couple more advanced midfielders to get up towards Lyndon Dykes That's not up for debate, that's fact What is up for debate now is who he slots into that the system The thing about it Roger is People get carried away Well a back three we have to tighten up, go to four What you can do is you can tweak it a little bit Gordon and between I'm saying the two wing backs, well, Robertson will certainly be one in the left hand side. And if it's O'Donnell and the other one, you can actually rotate if Robertson's high up the pitch or other wing backs tucking in. So it make it defensively hard for them to hit you in the counter. Vice versa, if O'Donnell goes, because in the normal game, the modern day game now, if you're playing with two full backs and you, you watch it week in, week out, the two full backs play very high up the pitch. But Steve Clark can still play the same formation But have a little bit of caution mm. on his side Paul, that was a pleasure Hopefully uh, you and DL can reconvene in Mario's or whatever it was That oh. must have been, that's from time That's before uh, my uh, time Listen, I'm just going to tell you something boy Your mother used to go to Mario's as well Move on grew up right, okay. uh, Mario's uh, Anyway, Alistair <laughs> is in well, this is, I, I've got instructions <laughs> with Alistair's call He's from Greenock but he's now in Falkirk How's it going Alistair? Hi, how you doing? Not bad at all. What are your thoughts? Good. Uh, no, I, I I didn't have much of an opinion on who should start um, at centre half. But you know, all I want to see is commitment, focus, concentration. You know what I mean? Um, but the, the point that people will say Cooper should start because he plays in the top flight in England. But Ollie Burnley plays the top flight in England, and he's not going to start. London Dykes plays in the Championship. He will start. Um, so that was the first part. I, mm. I personally think Dykes is a better player. Between Cooper and Gallagher yeah. that, that, Do you know what Alistair that, That's a fair point you've, you've kind of hit the nail on the head Roger Because w- we get it But if your sole logic To come at this and say You need to play your players At the highest level Then Ollie Burke Starts in front of Lyndon Dykes Yeah Ollie Burke and Ollie McBurney Would be up top yeah. And I and I think There might be the odd one Out there For McBurney But you're not trying to tell me There are Scotland fans out there Who want Ollie Burke No, no disrespect to him in front of Lyndon Dykes I've, I've not heard any I don't think I'll hear any So it has to be about more than oh, The level they're playing at All Steve Clark can do Is offer footballers The platform to go and show What they can do in the international arena And he gave Lyndon Dykes that platform in the autumn And Lyndon Dykes grabbed it with both hands And I think everyone would agree That Lyndon Dykes will start the game on Thursday Is he the best striker? No, probably Lee Griffiths is our best striker But you know the Celtic manager said at the weekend Lee Griffiths isn't fit to start games yet So Lyndon Dykes will start Lee Griffiths will start on the bench And it's the same with Declan Gallagher Now when Declan Gallagher was called up It was sort of to cover other injuries if you like Declan Gallagher has been a revelation Playing for Scotland mm. when, you, when he plays And the a... teams do train don't they It's not like Stevie Clark Is going to watch Liam Cooper Be significantly better Than Declan Gallagher all week And then think oh, Well I'll just stick him in For the fun of it And see what happens Yeah And you know When you watched Declan Gallagher In those three games In the last international window You wouldn't have known Whether he played for Motherwell Or Manchester United 
He was excellent in the three games It doesn't matter Once he pulls on that dark blue jersey It doesn't matter what club he plays for It's about how he performs mm. for Scotland And thus far he's performed extremely well Does that extend anywhere else on the pitch Alistair? What, what else are you thinking? Uh, I, the, the, I was thinking about the goalkeepers as well um, You know, I, I, I don't I'm not bothered who starts and goal I think it will be between Marshall and Gordon I think they're both probably equally as good a goal. I think Gordon can still cut it Doing an England um, Championship Premier League But that's kind of the other point. Gordon's playing at Hearts in the Scottish Championship, and Marshall's playing. I think he's still playing in the English Championship. Yeah. So that's levels above compared to that Scottish Championship. But I think they're both brilliant keepers. I don't think that's going to be an issue. Um, I don't think the centre half should be an issue either. But more so with the goalkeepers. I think we've got two really good goalkeepers mm-hmm. as well. There does there does become a part of it, Gordon? Does there not about sort of having the jersey? I know we always talk mm-hmm. about play the players in form. As good as Craig Gordon is And as well as he started the season That's David Marshall's jersey isn't it? Yeah Yeah um, Definitely I mean um, don't get me wrong If you saw the highlights of the Derby game at the weekend He, uh, well, that's he had a bit of a nightmare But hopefully he was getting that out of his system Well that's right he is, He's been excellent you, you look at Scotland's last few games Gordon It's clean sheets Why would you all of a sudden start Changing your goalkeeper Changing your formation at the back Changing two or three players It'll not happen. I think the, the I think the player that will change is Tierney. I think Tierney will come in uh, left centre back, and um, I do agree with that. And you're right; it, it, it's not Steve Clark's going to pick the best players that suit that formation the way he wants it to be played. And I think that uh, the big arguments are the not the arguments; the sort of opinions. And we, we said earlier, Armstrong or Christie. Mm-hmm. And and there's arguments for both And as I said I wouldn't care who he picked As long as we win the game Top man Alistair Great to speak to you tonight We'll hopefully do that again soon Just something to mark your card with Away uh, from the football Something we're trying to help out with Difficult times for everyone obviously So Clyde One is supporting The Scottish National Blood Transfusion Service At the moment There's a season of blood donation sessions At football grounds across the country Uh, I'm actually going along to one Would you believe Hamden on Thursday the 19th So if you don't see me that night Gordon It's because I'm Feeling a wee bit under the weather But I'm sure we'll be fine Um, You can either book into that session If you're listening Or there's one at Partick Thistle On the 9th of December It is still classed as an essential activity It goes without saying No matter what tier of lockdown you're in Or however um, you, You do need to make an appointment in advance now if you're fit and well aged 17 to 65 so you you just sneak into that don't you Fine, Be- between you yeah, yeah. Um, even if you've never given blood before brilliant time to start find your nearest session book in at scottblood.co.uk just something we're trying to help out with it's a great time to call though 01419511025 and we could be speaking to you next 01419511025 this is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here you can reach us on the phones or on Twitter at Clyde SSB so many of you are responding to that Video that I told you to go and watch at Clyde SSB. The creative types, not Hugh Evans, people with a far greater imagination than him, have put together a great wee video uh, to get you in the mood for Thursday night. Uh, Louis says, We'd love to see us qualifying for a tournament. I can't even remember the last one. I was a wee lad. Hopefully, it's not the usual final hurdle nonsense, though, uh, which is a, a fair point. Um, a few Grant McDuff amongst others saying Why has the best right back in the country James Tavernier never been approached And asked to play for Scotland uh, we, we seem to get a bit confused with this Roger um, I know that rugby for instance There's the, the sort of citizenship rule or Very readily uh, But we've got is it the, the home nations agreement Or something like that That's not really a um, Something that we we take up 
No, no, I don't believe the SFA are willing to embrace the agreement, if you like. Hence, James Tavernier hasn't been um, tapped up to play for Scotland. before. Who are the ones before? Lorenzo Amoruso and so on. I, think, I feel like growing yeah. up, I remember that type of discussion. Yeah. But it ain't happening. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah, I've absolutely no reason to believe it's happening. Yeah, happening for Thursday, that's for sure. Indeed. Uh, right, there's a few Lewis all making similar points. Uh, what else have we got? Leighton Sinclair says we'd be surprised if Cooper came in. Uh, decent chance Gallagher will play. McGregor comes out due to lack of form and puts a more defensive role for McGinn. And he's got the full team uh, sort of built there for us. He's got likes of Armstrong in there. He's got uh, Christie off Dykes. So um, interesting stuff. Right, let's bring in Hayden, who's in Paisley. What are your thoughts, Hayden? Hi guys, how's it um, I thought I was going to be a wee bit controversial and need to justify picking Lyndon Dykes but it sounds like by what people are saying that's, it's not really needed so um, that's that's one thing I don't need to go through um, I'll give you my team is that alright and you Absolutely. let me know yeah. uh, so I was thinking obviously Marshall and goal Robertson, Tierney uh, Gallagher McTominay and then Palmer uh, mid three of um, uh, Callum McGregor Ryan Jack and uh, John McGinn um, and then London Dykes up front And I actually think that Ollie, uh, Ollie Buck should be off him um, The reason for it is uh, I was going to say he's similar to uh, The boy Fraser But I know he's not Because he's, he's huge And Fraser's teeny But I mean he's fast So if need be You can sort of a stretch the game Sort of a thing If, yeah. if we need to um, So yeah I think that's that's the way to go Well Gordon if, if it was all about pace I don't think there's any doubt mm. Oliver Buck would play any chance for you? Absolutely no chance no? for me No He is quick as, uh, I don't care says. I, Yeah Greyhounds are quick Gordon um, <laughs> And I don't see any of them playing I, I You just, never know No I'd, Not for, honestly Not for me I don't think the boy's Fulfilled his potential He's got bags and bags of pace But He doesn't seem to know how to use it He's had Transfer after transfer after transfer Never really settles down at a club Um no, I, I can understand the pace situation Of course I can But I would be amazed if he played before Some of the guys that we were talking about Yeah, I can't see Oliver Could you two agreeing on everything tonight? Yeah, I know, I know we're ganging up on you No, I just, I just genuinely can't see Oliver He's gone to Sheffield United And already he's, he's sort of back out the team on the bench As, as Dan says I'm not only quite sure why it is He does seem to struggle to convince managers That he merits a regular run in the team Even the time he was at Celtic and Londres You know, he was sort of in and out I remember starting the game against Rangers mm-hmm. And out the next week And there's just he just can't quite seem to find the consistency um, To merit a, a run in the team He's behind Ollie McBurney at Sheffield United And I think he's probably behind Ollie McBurney In the pecking order for Scotland too Hayden You've you've stretched it too far. They were happy enough with the rest of your team. They're not buying your Oliver Burks out, I'm afraid. You can try yeah, and win them round by all means. I thought, I thought I, to be fair, it was just because the the partnership of Dykes and Fraser was was starting to work so well. Um, I know that he tried McBurney and Dykes uh, was it against Israel initially, um, and it didn't really work out. Sort of a payoff too well, but I just think that it's just such a shame that Ryan Fraser isn't isn't fit. Um, Hayden, here's where, here's where I agree with you I think that if, if Fraser was fit He would definitely play Now you're talking about a bit of pace Fraser's got that about him The difference between Fraser and Burke In my opinion is Fraser knows how to use it He knows where the positions The timing of the runs Everything about that He's a clever player He's an intelligent player You also get you know, sort of set piece delivery and stuff Don't yeah. you? There's a lot more to it Yeah, I think Fraser brings a lot to the party I don't think Burke brings that much Hmm uh, Hayden, let's hear a bit while you're on the line from Lyndon Dykes. 
yeah, I mean, obviously we've done really well together, but injuries, I think obviously he's injured, so it's a part of the game and um, we've got a great squad and um, a few, few few new faces coming in as well, uh, Griffin, Griffin that, and um, yeah, obviously he's a talented player and he's, he's done really well for, for Celtic for a number of years and everyone knows he's a great finisher as well, so yeah, obviously I think we could do great together, I think we've got a lot of strikers in the squad, but just what what the manager would want to do and it's really up to him and then we'll see from see what, from what happens there. The games that when me and Fraser are up top, we've done really well and we ended up winning those games and obviously I got another little assist in the last game for him to score so obviously that worked well but it's going to be a different a different kind of game with Serbia um, but we'll, we'll see what the manager wants and we'll work on what we want to do there. Hayden, if I'd said to you a year ago, six months ago We'll go into one of our biggest games in the generation And Lyndon Dykes will be nailed on to lead the line Would you have believed me? Oh, I, I, no, I never in a million I'd, I'd never even seen the guy play before um, Up until he got his first cap against, uh, for Scotland um, I was a you know, Mother Wolf fan I don't really watch a huge amount of Livingston So I was really impressed with him um, I think he just reminds me so much of um, Stephen Fletcher I don't know if he's been remembered when Stephen Fletcher came back in at the end of uh, Gordon Stratton frame. Yeah. And it all just seemed to fit in so well. He was holding the ball up and linking it into the midfield, um, which is obviously our strongest area of the team. Um, and he just reminds me so much of that. And I, 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 he's brilliant. He really is. Um, I know Lee Griffiths is probably a, a more rounded striker and potentially a, a better striker, but I don't think he fits into our team as well as what Dykes does. And Stephen, um, Fletcher, Stephen Fletcher played his role in getting us to this stage because not just Gordon Stratton, he played under Alan McLeish. In the Albania game and, 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 Israel and Israel at yep. home as well. You know, the games that were crucial to his winning that Nations League group, getting through to the semi final against Israel and now getting through to Serbia. But he doesn't want to be here. Lyndon Dykes does. It's amazing, does, isn't it? He's only been in London two minutes. You detect he's losing that Dumfries accent already. <laughs> I've never heard him. That's straight over his head, honestly. Yeah, sorry, he's, was, he's Australian, I, that's the joke. Uh, yeah, but I was too right, busy. Okay. I was doing something there. Sorry. My you, apologies. Which you, you mean you were doing something else? Like what? I was sort of doing a bit of research on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, would write, I, did, I wasn't listening. He, he was checking whether Mario's as we opened in the Airbus Road. Honestly, I, I, I can only apologise, Roger. Well, Usually you're very interested. Hayden drops. <laughs> Hayden dropped another name in there, and John. I love John's. He's he's handwritten me his team. Old school. It's lovely handwriting as well. He's got Griffiths and Dykes up front. Nope. Anyway, Lee Griffiths starts this game. No, but I'll tell you what, I think that uh, Lee Griffiths could play a major part in the game, Gordon. Uh, especially if it's very tight or, you know, a nil-nil or, you know, just need that goal. Griffiths coming off the bench, I think, would give everybody such a lift. That is that his role on Thursday night, Roger? Yeah, the manager's more or less said it already, Gordon. He said it when the squad was announced and he reiterated it in the interview today. I, I think that will be his role. Um, and... He's the uh, SOS Yeah I think we do have Good impact substitutes I mean There was Hayden Talking about Ollie Burke There's Ollie McBurney There's Lauren Shankland The, the team You know I picked Christy You picked Armstrong Dad, So probably One of them will start yep. On the bench as well Kenny McLean Who came off to score The, the penalty Against Israel Shankland if you remember Scored to come off to The bench mm-hmm. to score A penalty against Israel So th- There are people there the, the bench is strong As well as the team and I think that will give Steve Clark extra comfort as, as the team ahead to Belgrade tomorrow right. Cheers Hayden, thanks for the call Here's something you don't hear too often Greg Johnson's tweeted in He says that his daughter Nicole is listening Her laptop's broken She's tuned in on the, the app on the phone And she's particularly looking forward to hearing you two Or one of you Playing this 
Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. She must think there's a shock in the cards and one of you two is about to humiliate yourself. We certainly hope so. 0141 951 1025. Beat the Pundit time. You come on here, you answer as many football questions right as you can and if it's more than Roger or Gordon, you win the signed ball. It's that simple. The lines close at 7 o'clock though. Your chance to beat the Pundit up next. Tackle the headlines. 0141 951 1025. Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here It's 01419511025 To get your call in You can tweet us as well by the way At Clyde SSB We are of course Of course looking ahead To Serbia against Scotland on Thursday There's been a lot of A lot of rumour A lot of reports coming out Of Serbia in the last few days About coronavirus And players missing And all the rest of it We're going to get a definitive We're going to speak to someone uh, Very close to the Serbian Side of things Who's going to tell us Exactly what's been happening And what we're up against But first let's do this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Did I hear you tell Roger Hanna during the break That you won Eight Eight something Six Thursday night Did you? I must I genuinely can't remember that I really can't Well you you remember Paul Lambert's question Was it in penalties After a 1-1 draw? I was in fire They were easy though weren't they? Yeah they must that have was been. Yeah right they, they it's, it's starting to come back to me Okay uh, Let's see what we've got tonight Mixed bag I would say Not as easy as that Let's bring in David and Milton How's it going David? I know bad yourself Yeah not too bad at all David I'm, I'm, I'm going to retire that question On a Tuesday night You know who would you rather face Waste of everybody's time I think we know the answer uh, <laughs> Roger. Even, even though Roger Hanna starts on minus one um, Was it this season You yeah. suffered that defeat Was that this season? Hey, I'd won, won last season Oh no I did I'd I won yeah Right start. at the very start of the yeah. season Yeah You yeah. bounced back well though Okay Fair yeah. I think you're alright uh, Right heads it is Roger minus one Tails it'll be Gordon Deal And it's heads Roger minus one indeed Good uh, luck David Disappointment in his voice behave yourself uh, Let's give Roger some Clyde too Yeah even I can hear it from here He can't hear you anymore David That's the important thing 30 seconds okay. on the clock Answer as many right as you can And if you don't know it Just pass quickly And we'll move on Okay Okay Good stuff 30 seconds Your chance to beat the pundit Starts now Who were the last Scottish side To score against Rangers Oh Hibs Who are Celtic's top scorer This season Uh, In what year was the Scottish Premiership formed Jesus Christ 1994 Who's the only player To feature in the last 20 Scotland games Ryan Christie Which championship side Are Wraith Rovers Playing tonight Dundee I'll give you the benefit Who won the last Old Firm Scottish Cup final Celtic Okay let's bring Back Roger Can you hear us yeah, we've got Sister Sledge there in Clyde too. I can just imagine that booming out of Daz's Capri when it was parked outside Mario's and Airbus Road <laughs> back in the day. Uh, honestly, it's the one thing now that in the new normal and all that, not allowed to car share, it's the one thing I don't miss is his his music choice in the car, yeah, honestly. From yeah. from Joe Longthorne, actually that was a favourite of yours last year, Joe Longthorne. What yeah, else yeah. Do, you, do you tend to pull out? Uh, okay, anything at all. I like the old and stuff, yeah. Uh, Easy listening. Brutal. Yeah. Right, let's go, Roger. 30 seconds on the clock. Same set of questions to you. You ready? Yep. Who were the last Scottish side to score against Rangers? Aberdeen. 
Who is Celtic's top scorer this season? El Yunusi. In what year was the Scottish Premiership formed? 2014 Who is the only player to feature in the last 20 Scotland games? Uh, Andy Robertson Which championship side are Wraith Rovers playing tonight? Inverness Who won the last Old Firm Scottish Cup final? Rangers And which Scottish player is the captain of Norwich City? Grant Hanley Okay, okay oh. Tough tonight, weren't they? I didn't get going at all I like a wee bit of momentum going, Gordon Not happening tonight What do you think, David? Do you think you've done no, enough? They were tough They were I tough I got the Scottish Cup one ring And you're a Rangers fan as well, David you, You've, no, you've no, been no, kicking no. yourself That's what I said, Aberdeen Who were the last Scottish side to score against Rangers? It was a, not, I knew it wasn't Aberdeen As soon as uh, I said Aberdeen, I knew it wasn't right It was an own goal, does that help you? A mother Yeah, for Park game. What was it? George Edmondson Off the side of his face uh, Kicked off a fairly calamitous period really For George Edmondson Looking mm. back on it um, Who's Celtic's top scorer this season? El Yunusi You both got it So David stays mm-hmm. one in front In what year was the Scottish Premiership formed? 2013 Oh, The 13-14 season Right, so, okay. did he get it? <laughs> no <laughs> Under what measurement could he possibly get that? 2013-14 13, 14, no, I, I'm not even yeah. going to claim for it, Dan. Do you need me to explain uh, how a calendar works? Uh, no, no, but I had a claim. The minute a 14 came into the equation, there I had a claim for that. Did uh, David get that? No, he didn't. He said 94. He was miles out. That um, <laughs> was 18. Who is the only player to feature in the last 20 Scotland games? Producer Chris is testing you tonight. It must be Callum McGregor. It's Callum ah. McGregor. Yeah, none of oh. you got it. So where are we? Is Roger still one behind? Yeah. Uh, which Inverness? Oh, there we go. Give the answer away. Which Championship side are Wraith Rovers playing tonight? It's Inverness. Roger equalises. She's good. So after five questions, that's us just level. Ooh. Who won the last Old Firm Scottish Cup final? I know it feels. And David, you're a, I know it feels like Celtic have won a lot of these things, but you've not had an Old Firm Scottish Cup final can, since 2002. Can I, can I tell you how I got that? Tell Peter, me Peter uh, Lovenkranz walked past me in the gym this morning You're joking I'm not joking What's I mean, the ch- What are the chances oh. of that? I mean he's name dropping <laughs> He's I, I, I bet I, I know who I'd put my money on Being fitter in the gym oh, Peter Lovenkranz oh, oh, like, Roger Hanna Can I just tell you He's like Mo Farah And I'm like Mo Molum <laughs> <laughs> when, when we get going uh, Right I think Roger Hanna Stretches his lead on that one And I'm afraid he then Just rubbed salt in the wounds David Grant Hanley You'd have got that If you got to question 7 I've got no doubt about it So it was a 3 for Roger Hanna and a one, David. That's about as close as anyone's pushed him. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Cheers. Good, Good David, man. cheers. David and Milton. They were certainly go. tough to They were, weren't they? Yeah, I thought they were tough. Uh, right, 0141-951-1025 on the phones, at Clyde SSB on Twitter. If you want... Will you stop? What What is distracting you tonight? It was your phone a minute ago. I can now see you pulling faces over my... They're, they're, they're playing trick shots at the Masters and oh, the build great. up to the Masters so Stick that telly off will you He should be concentrating <laughs> uh, You'll be looking forward to that this weekend aren't you Oh Sunday is Imagine Scotland win on Thursday And then you're camped in for the weekend it, Watching yeah, the Masters Brilliant By the time the phone in finishes on Thursday night You'll be back in for the third round on Saturday <laughs> Forgot about that It's all about Sunday and the Masters uh, okay, I did say we were going to get the inside track on what's been going on uh, with Serbia in recent times because there's been a lot of a lot of stories going around about their coronavirus situation. Um, I'm delighted to say that Ivan Svetkovic joins us on the line, who's a Serbian journalist. He can tell us exactly um, what type of challenge Scotland faced. Ivan, thank you for joining us. How are you? 
Uh, hello, hello. Uh, well, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Uh, greetings from Serbia to all the listeners in Scotland and elsewhere. And thank you for inviting me to your show. A pleasure, Ivan. Now, we'll start with the, the squad. I understand there has been talk over the weekend that due to problems in Italy, some of Serbia's top players were missing. But it now looks like everyone's there and they've got a full-strength team to choose from. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, we had some real problems about the squad, uh, but um, the bad news uh, our manager Ljubiša Tumbak, which received, was that uh, Sassuolo striker Filip Juricic um, couldn't be with the squad because he had um, coronavirus test positive again uh, last Saturday. Uh, but uh, the good news, the good news from Italy, uh, is that um, a duo from Fiorentina, Nikola Milenkovic and Dusan Vlahovic came to Serbia with the last available flight from Florence uh, after our association put uh, enormous effort to bring them from Italy. Uh, they have been even uh, reported to the authorities because they left Florence and quarantine uh, to travel uh, for international duty. So... That's the gesture pretty much sums up their willingness yeah. to help him to qualify for the Euro next year. Yeah, I mean, Roger, it's just one of those weird things about where we're at that as a football fan, you, you find yourself looking about the, you know, the knock-on effects of a global pandemic and figuring out whether that benefits your team or not. It's a, it's a horrible way of looking at things, but luckily everyone seems to be fit and healthy. And although that makes the, the challenge tougher for Scotland... You know, fine. That, that's that, that's what we're up against. Yeah, and I have to say, I was a bit cynical the last couple of days, and all these Serbian players weren't going to make it. There was never really much doubt in my head that they would all be there and they would all play. They're now all in Serbia. They all will play, I would imagine. Um, I know the captain Alexander Kolarov supposed to have an, an injury niggle. I bet he plays. Ivan, uh, I wonder, are Serbia considered? Overwhelming favourites. How do the people in Serbia view Scotland? And are there any Scotland players that that, that would perhaps be causing alarm to the Serbian side? Uh, yes. Uh, well, uh, fans and media in Serbia sees uh, Scotland as a group of players playing tough, direct, and uh, football typical from for teams in Britain from decades. A uh, lot of long balls, teamwork, and physicality at the first place, aggression, strength, and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, I think we're real. Uh, we're all well aware of the qualities this Scottish team have because of players such as, of course, Andy Robertson, uh, Scott McTominay, and Kieran Tierney. Tierney uh, play for some of the biggest clubs in the world. Uh, we don't underestimate Scottish national team. Don't worry, uh, because we don't have right to do that. Since Serbia had some shocking defeats uh, in recent past, uh, past like uh, against Ukraine, 5-0 on and stuff like that. Yeah, we've we've obviously heard the household names as well: Tadic, Malinkovic, Savic, Mitrovic, and so on. Who would you say is the, is the the one main man, the main danger within the, the Serbia team? Could you pick one? Uh, if I had to pick one, uh, then it's certainly Dusan Tadic, the Serbian magician, as we call him. Uh, he's a player capable of uh, creating uh, something out of nothing, and. Uh, uh, he often make uh, a difference at the very best football level in the world, as we saw against uh, Real Madrid and something like that. Uh, but uh, besides him, I would like to point to Alexander Mitrovic. Uh, he he's on fire uh, in national team, unlike in Fulham. But he always uh, gave give his heart and and soul to the to the Serbian team, and uh, he gave us some goals. He he's a uh, 
very close to to be a, a, a best scorer in Serbian history of uh, history of Serbian national team. Mm. So and he's like uh, 26. So he will be the main uh, main. Uh, uh, Strength for yeah. we're, we're all very excited here in Scotland about the game. It's been a long time since Scotland qualified for a major final. Is there the same level of excitement in Belgrade and throughout Serbia about this game? Are the, are the Serbian supporters, uh, you know, desperate for the team to reach the finals? Well, uh, that's good. That's a good point because uh, we also have expect of Euro qualification for European Championship for uh, twenty years. Uh, the last time was in uh, 200 at um, Belgium and Holland. But uh, in mean, meanwhile, we played uh, some on, on some World Cup, but uh, never at European Championship. Uh, this generation have opportunity to do that and uh, doing it uh, at their own home without without the fans. But it's their, it's our home, so the public pressure is uh, certainly present. Uh, expectation was raised. After we beat Norway in Oslo, um, I wouldn't say nobody expected that we win them, uh, but the level of the game Serbia played was a pleasant surprise. Uh, through history, we have we always had fantastic football players, as you know, but only in rare moments we had a team with players that really works work for each other. Um, fans in Serbia recognize uh, that will and willingness to fight against Norway and are euphoric against, uh, ahead of the game uh, versus Scotland because they see a good chance to qualify. Ivan, thank you very much for joining us. It was a pleasure to speak to you. We'll wish you luck for Thursday, but not too much, if you don't mind. Thanks again. That was Ivan Svjetkovic giving us the inside track on what's going on uh, with the Serbia team. Uh, Gordon Dale, you'll be del- uh, delighted to know. I should have told you earlier, I've mm. actually uh, I've lined up on like an exchange programme. You're going to go on... Uh, Serbian Super Scoreboard On Thursday to, to give them uh, The inside track on Scotland Are you well, ready for I'll, that? I'll probably do the same job As Ivan's just uh, Achieved there Because I'm starting to get worried About Serbia After that They've got some Quality players And he obviously fancies them But Need to look at the video again Gordon Get us up for it on Thursday Tadic The main man for him uh, the, the household names are there Yeah Roger. I mean he's, he's, he's playing well for Ajax um, They've got to the Champions League I think they scored 13 Didn't they Away to Venlo A couple of Saturdays ago Great um, a, a good player But Listen don't Let's not talk ourselves down We have good players as well mm-hmm. I mean he Reeled off the names of Robertson McTominay Tierney They'll be known to the Serbian public Simply because of the clubs They play for down south But maybe the ones they don't know quite Surprise so much package. about A Christie, an Armstrong, a Lyndon Dykes for instance Could turn out to be the hero for Scotland Paul is a Rangers fan from Airdrie He's got thoughts on Thursday night's game How do you see it going Paul? Alright guys how you doing? Not bad Paul, talk to us uh, Well I was listening to the, the guys in the team selection and I, and I agreed with Gordon I liked his team but I'm going to be a wee bit of a party pooper here I, I just don't think that Scotland are good enough To actually win the game And I don't think they'll qualify for a tournament for a, a long, long time. That's that's my opinion. I, I, I don't want to bust everybody's bud, uh, bubble, but I, ju- I just don't think that we're good enough. And that that's basically it. And that's a, the spirit. And a one-off game. That's Paul. the spirit. And a one-off oh, game. Uh, and a one. Well, and a one-off game. Of course, yeah. anybody, anybody can beat anybody, and that's been proven down the years at international level, club level, even Sunday league level. Oh, it, but I just, I just don't think that we're good mm. enough. Uh, I'm thirty-three. I can vaguely remember France 98 and I don't think I'll see another tournament for a long time. 
That's just that's my personal opinion. It's absolutely fine because we are we are we are facing a good team. Gordon Paul might well be right. It might well be a, another one of those. You, you've got to acknowledge yeah, I, that. I, I think like uh, Paul will be a lot of other Scotland fans worried that we've seen this movie before. We get so far and then we fail. Gordon, I just think one off game there. Uh, no fans in that stadium. The players that we've hmm. got, I think Steve Clark's found a formation that the players are, are comfortable with. Um, yeah, we've got we need a little bit of luck on the night. Of course we do, but I think we're in with a great shout. A couple and of ways of looking at it, Roger. You you were right in what you said. They are they're in our section of this Nations League for a reason because they didn't qualify automatically, and the, the whole point of our Nations League is that you're you were meant to end up against teams of a similar level. Yeah. Having said that, just looking at some of the players they've got, when we set out on this Nations League journey, and I heard that we could face a playoff against a similarly ranked team to get through, I, I kind of hoped we'd be up against something a bit weaker than that team. Yeah, l- listen, I know exactly what you mean. I, I know exactly what Paul means, but you know th- the nature of the competition is pairing like with like almost. So. This Scotland team, which has gone up the rankings, it has to be said lately under Steve Clark, an eight-game unbeaten run is deemed to be much of a muchness with the Serbian team. I know the Serbian team's got some star quality. You know, there's Kolarov, Mitrovic, Milinkovic, Savic, Tadic. We've named them all. But if they were that good, they'd already be in the finals next summer. They didn't qualify automatically. They, like Scotland, are chasing this backdoor route to get Mm -hmm. to the finals. So... They're not world beaters by any stretch of the imagination. Let's show a bit of positivity. Dad says we've you know been in this movie before. Not for a very long time. 17 years since we've had a playoff to get into a major finals. This is a an opportunity for a generation of Scottish footballers, a generation of Scottish supporters. Let's have a bit of positivity and believe we can get there. This week's an absolute nightmare Because Paul did have me worried And you've just won me back over I'm mm. about to go up the road And watch Braveheart And, and book my, my plans for next summer Now after listening to Roger Hanna So um, I'm all over the place here Paul, what's your main concern? What's the what's the weakness, if you like That you think might be exploited? I, uh, I just I think uh, No disrespect to Dykes I think Dykes is a good player And I was actually I was quite surprised How, how good he's been for Scotland But I think when when he plays well, he plays most of the time now. It just seems to be get the ball from the back to the midfield and just hoof up the park. Uh, it does work, but I don't think it will work against Serbia. And I say I agree with Serbia. Serbia, they're trying to sneak in the back door like zero world beaters. But I just I just don't think we'll win. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong as well, Paul. Paul and Airdrie, zero one four one nine five one one zero two five. Pleasure to speak to you, though. It's, it would be a boring show if everyone came on and said the same thing. It is good to acknowledge uh, that we do face a tough test. So thanks to Paul on the line. Zero one four one nine five one one zero two five. Got a good teaser for you coming up, um, but it's a good time to call because we're going to take a breather, which means you could be on the lines next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here. A couple of ways for you to get in touch tonight. You can tweet us at Clyde SSB or you can pick up the phone and do it in the old-fashioned way. 0141-951-1025. Let me just give you tonight's teaser. I'm going to leave this bubbling away between now and the end of the show. 
I like it It's not international based Because I thought You know International football is not for everyone It kind of should be this week If we're being honest It's that big a game um, But just to diverge ever so slightly John has sent you a nice Complicated Club football question So Listen carefully Gordon This has got the feeling of one That I'm going to need to repeat 15 times for you Yeah go for it For the 9 clubs That have been in Scotland's top flight Since 1990 But are not currently there Name the last player to score for each of them In the top flight <laughs> That's absolutely ridiculous So for the nine clubs that have been in Scotland's top flight Since 1990 But are not currently there Name the last player to score for them Lee In Carps. the top flight Right uh, Naismith No Clare No Berra <laughs> Oh um, um Boys it's going to start off with you just running through the heart squad team, from last yeah. season. But am I close? Well, I mean, close in that he was a hearts player along with those guys. Walker. Bazanich. <laughs> we could what? be here until midnight. Oh, hold on, Roger Hanna. Washington. Connor Washington? Yeah. Brilliant. Well you done. Stole my thunder, Roger. In a one all draw against Motherwell. Mackay. Earlier this year. What? Willie Mackay? For who? Was Inverness? Uh, no, it's not Ross, I mean, you're Ross, looking Ross. for Inverness, obviously Yeah it's not Billy McKay hey, What other clubs? Let's, whoa, let's whoa, think whoa, about whoa, it that whoa. way Wraith Rovers isn't him, is it? It's not him, no I um, know Think about it So what would be the other big clubs you're looking for That have been in the top flight since 90 Dundee But are no longer there Dundee, who else? Partick Thistle Partick, Partick Thistle, Thistle. Falkirk Falkirk Dunfermline Wraith Right, exactly Gretna Yes Who's Wraith? So why don't we start closest to ho- closest to here-ish um, Partick Thistle Chris Doolan Doolan Chris, Chris Doolan See it's not, it's not as hard as it sounds Some of them are tough Is Grady Grenners? No Ryan McGuffey No Ah uh, the doctor Kenny Duker No Always ah. <laughs> oh. oh, done you there I nearly hooked him in he, No oh, he wasn't oh, no. He read me I think Did you? Yeah uh, mm-hmm. It's another well known one though From David that Bingham. squad No Steve Tosh the, the wee Gavin Skelton Gavin Skelton That's who Skeltos Now that sounded like a <laughs> <laughs> What did you call oh, him? Skelto Jeez That's that, his name. That sounded like a brutal question And it, it is in some ways But all of a sudden You're a third of the way there So we will leave it And we'll throw it out to Twitter as well Because their knowledge is much better than yours For the nine clubs that have been in Scotland's top flight since 1990 But are not currently there Name the last player to score for each of them in the top flight So for instance Gretna Used to be in the top flight Not there anymore Gavin Skelton scored their last goal In the top flight Hearts Used to be top flight Not there anymore Connor Washington Was the last one for them And Partick Thistles Is Chris Doolan Was Falkirk Michael Higdon? It is not I would say even More well known Than Michael Higdon oh, And I, I I'm <clears throat> a big fan of Michael Higdon's work mm-hmm. Anthony Stokes Mm. Alright, just leave it Because I think you, you'll get that one soon uh, And you're well on your way Let's bring in David Who is in West Lothian tonight How's it going, David? I'm very well, yourself? Yeah, I can't complain What have you got for us? I was just Dropped my boy off at football And I heard this boy Paul coming on With his point on Scotland And I was like, oh my God On this week Somebody comes out with an opinion I'm all for Kind of wee diverse approach But my God This week We're not going to get to a tournament for years We're definitely going to get beat on Thursday It's all about positivity I watched that video the day; It was brilliant 
Did you like it, Paul? Uh, David? Uh, I thought it was fantastic. It was great. Yeah, great. I must have got the good. I thought it was brilliant That is great I was Just to, to reiterate that Go to the Twitter feed At Clyde SSB And check out the video uh, That David's talking about I mean I like your thinking David Of course we, we've had All the disappointments before And yeah It's been tough And Serbia are good And we might lose But two days out you, You've got to at least have A, a little bit of, of positivity that, that we can get the job done Surely Absolutely I think like, Clark He's He's building a team He's getting results Clearly I might not be attractive to watch at some of the games, but the last couple, you know what I mean? I thought Dykes has been fantastic holding it up. Talking about lumping up to him, you're joking me. He's got everybody involved. He's been holding it up, laying it off. Fraser, that's a disappointment, him not playing, because I thought they two linked up brilliantly. But Christie could come in and do that. I think the defence has been solid. Gallagher coming in, Constantine. Yes, you've got Tierney not coming back. There's so much options. McGinn is absolutely flying. He could be a hero for us. He could be on. He could be on McFadden. I'm there. I'm believing. We are at it. Love it. it. I love your positivity, David. And, and Roger, I don't want to come across all sort of motivational speaker on you because the fans can say what they like. You know, we can we can speculate. But if that group of players in the team hotel tonight, if if they don't believe they can do it, then then we're in deep trouble. Yeah, they'll be, they will believe. Of course they'll believe. You know, the professional footballers at the top of their game and they will know because it's been spoken about already this week. They will know the historical significance of this. It's been 17 years since Scotland played Holland in that home and away playoff. Maybe another 17 years again before we have an opportunity. All of those players, all of those players will be retired by then. This is their chance. This is their opportunity. And it's bigger than ever before because of the group games The three group games you get Two of them are here Two are at Hamden Park Next summer One against England And then one against England at Wembley. You cannot ask For any more than that Gordon So the players will know What's on the line The players will believe They can grab the prize What about those Players you mentioned though David You know We were all impressed With Andy Considine We were all impressed With Declan Gallagher uh, But Kieran Tierney's available Scott McKenna's available Liam Cooper is available How do you fit them all in What do you do I know it's tough. I think you'll, go, you'll still go McTominay. I think um, if it was me, I'd probably still stick with Gallagher. I wouldn't bring McKenna in. They're not in the forest, they're exactly doing well doing there, are they? And I'd bring Tierney on the left hand side. Yep, and it still keeps Robertson on the left as well with two of them. So, that was, so that was Tierney, Gallagher, and McTominay as the three? The back three, yeah. yeah I, think I know he's, he's, he's sort of went with McKenna, and he's, he's got a lot of trust in McKenna, um, but I don't know. Kazakhstan seems to pump in the mind all the time. Oh, don't remind us of that. Gee, you started well, David, with your positivity. Um, I think that's the same back three you two picked. Yeah, right. well, I certainly picked that, yeah. I, yep. I'm going with that, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've got good options. You know, if McKenna comes in, fine. If, I think the two stick-ons will be McTominay and, and Tierney. Do you think Tierney's a stick-on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a stick-on, yeah. I think he has to be because, he, you know, he is such a good player and he's such a high-profile player. If he wasn't selected... And whoever was selected in his place made a mistake. But back at Steve Clark's door, you're a twenty-five million pound yeah. left-sided centre back here, and you didn't play him. So does the same not apply to the Cooper versus Gallagher debate, or do you not think the the sort of perceived gulf in in level is is quite as extreme? It's Why not, is that? Because of not, the price tag? It's not even the perceived gulf. We've seen what Kieran Tierney can do compared to rivals for the shirt, shall we say? I'm not sure we've seen in a Scotland jersey Liam Cooper being significantly better than Declan Gallagher. 
you know, week to week, Liam Cooper plays bigger, more high-profile games than Declan Gallagher does. Of course he does. Captain of Leeds United. But it's a Scotland game. And if you're mm-hmm. talking about performances for Scotland, I don't think Liam Cooper's performed at a you know, markedly higher level than Declan Gallagher. Did you go along with that, Gordon? Because I don't want this to turn into bashing Liam Cooper. That's very unfair. No, you know, who's, a, who's a good player? Um, but, but I tend to feel like, like Roger Wright. When you watch those two play for... For Scotland For Scotland You don't think Oh well he's playing at a much He's a much better player Or he plays at a much that, better that, level that's Doesn't it, come across That's the exact reason Why I went for Gallagher I think that In the last few games Especially He just looks like A player that You know You're not looking at Cooper thing You know He's miles ahead of Gallagher Because he plays In the English Premier League He's a captain of Leeds I just think that There's players That can come To international football and some of them you look at and think, oh, hold on a minute, he's playing with one of the biggest clubs in, in Europe and he's not performing at international level. It's the people mm. just now that's performing. And I think Gallagher is one of them, the Scotland top, Gordon. That's why I would pick him. Think Steve, Steve Clark may yeah. go against that. Do you think Stevie Clark would... Did they go this far, managers, into their, their thinking? Liam Cooper will know Alexander Mitrovic very well. They come up against each other in the championship many times. They've already played in the Premier League this season. In fact, Alexander Mitrovic's only two English Premier League goals this season have come against, you guessed it, Liam Cooper and Leeds. If there was not a lot between them, would that ever come into the thinking where you would lean on a guy that, that knows the opponent he's right up against? Um, I'm not so sure about that. I think you probably need to go on just general form. You know, if Liam Cooper had. Shut out Alexander Mitrovic for instance I don't think that gives him any much no. better of a chance Of being selected than what actually happened in the game uh, And David The rest Does it kind of Does it kind of pick itself is, is Christy in there I think you mentioned So does that mean no Armstrong Who's in good form at the moment No I would go on the right I think O'Donnell will start as right. well I think he'll do that for the defensive cover And a three in the middle I would go with Jack I would go with McGinn And I'd go with Armstrong uh, and I'd be Christian uh, Dykes for me. And I think that's taking McGregor at the team, which probably is a bit controversial. And I know he's played game and he's a, he's a wee workhorse and whatever, but I just think Armstrong's on form. I think he does it in a Scotland jersey as well. And I think I would go with that. Oh, yeah, Callum uh, McGregor, Gordon, I don't think that's the... F- you, you, if you were listening to Beat the Pundit, he's played the last 20 man. Scotland games. So in the biggest can you, game Can you really see him dropping out? Not in the biggest game No he's but play, you said, How's his form then? Are you, is David Wright? Is there you know, think, is, is Armstrong in better form? I guess they're different players though as well I think I think Steve Clark will take it into consideration This is a cup final um, He'll be hoping that McGregor On that 90 plus minutes Whatever it may be Will produce the form that he knows he's got And that's why I think they'll go with McGregor Because he has, he's played in the last 20 games So I can't see him when he gets to the the, the biggest game of Steve Clark And everybody just now that he's got to leave him out So I think the decision will be between Armstrong and Christie But Callum McGregor's an interesting one If you take club football into account as well Because take Pataudry for instance There's that that moment where he he, he helps light it up And he's obviously such an important player for Celtic That he plays all the time mm-hmm. But what that leads to Is we get loads of Celtic fans On this show who say I think he's been a little bit overused And he's maybe not quite in He's not quite I can't at disagree it at the moment with, I can't disagree with that Gordon in, in current form I don't think McGregor's hitting the heights That everybody expects I think the boys played A hell of a lot of football And there have been a lot asked of him uh, But the one thing you know about him is He's a terrific footballer 
And I just think in a one-off game And as important as Thursday night I would put my trust in McGregor to produce that form Okay, thank you very much to David in West Lothian He dialed us tonight on 01419511025 So thanks again uh, to David for joining us Still time for you to get your calls in How are you doing on tonight's teaser? Just a quick reminder that it is fulltime at Clyde1.com If you've been listening to this and you think I could come up with one of those questions That's the address you need Fulltime at Clyde1.com So, John says For the nine clubs that have been in Scotland's top flight since 1990 But are not currently there Name the last player to score for each of them In the top flight So like the Gretnas, the Hearts The Partick Thistles of the world You've already got Gavin Skelton at Gretna mm-hmm. Connor Washington at Hearts right. Chris if Dillon you, at Partick Thistle If you're Thistle. saying the Falkirk one is better known than Higdon Could it be Scott Arfield? Yes, uh, Scott Arfield mm. It's have a penalty we, and a one-all draw against St Mirren Have we got Inverness yet? No, no. Is it Johnny Hayes? Nah, I think it's It's not completely obscure And there's a nice wee tie-in with the opposition That he scored against Because he went on to play for them but it's not that easy It's not that obvious No okay I'm afraid I'm trying to think The Inverness team that won the cup Could have been Marley Watkins Nah No, no. But He went on to play I wonder if it was a goal against Aberdeen or something no. So it'll be a goal against You said not Billy McKay didn't you mm-hmm. James Vincent Nope I'll tell you who it was against And he went on to play for them yeah. But mm-hmm. it was a pretty forgettable spell uh, It was a 3-2 against Motherwell Oh, Ian Vigers. Nope. Liam Polworth. Nope. Oh God, there's a couple actually. Now that you mention it, anyway, see a much more forgettable spell Jordan at Motherwell White. than these guys. It's not Jordan White. Oh, that's good. Not yeah. at Motherwell now. No. Okay, I'll leave it with you. I'll leave it with you because as important as the teaser is, this is far more important. Meet the Match Day Volunteers with St Andrew's First Aid, Scotland's dedicated first aid charity. Okay, something else we really want to try and help with this week on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I think you all know that the the football viewing experience is so different at the moment. It's all about the TV. You're in the living room, on the laptop, whatever it may be. Um, It's not the same. We can't get to the games. However, a group that are also looking forward to, to stadiums reopening that you've perhaps overlooked is Scotland's dedicated first aid charity. The St Andrews First Aid Volunteers. In their normal circumstances, you'll have seen them at every ground across Scotland, keeping fans safe week in, week out, every single match day. Um, it's not been the same for them either And they've been pretty hard hit without the fans uh, So we're just trying to do our bit Taking some time to get to know more about the organisation And the amazing work that they do uh, Let's hear a bit from Ian Holmes He's been a volunteer for 56 years uh, He was even on duty during the Ibrox disaster back in 1971 I was a young 18 year old at the time And we always sat uh, on the touchline And I was directly opposite the dugouts now at that time, the disabled actually sat behind us. And one officer asked me to assist this is from the disabled to the buses. We outside with them, waiting for the rest of them to come out. Nobody appeared, happy to come back in. And that's when I found out there was a barrier collapse. We carried a few over the first aid room, it was full. The directors actually into the players' dressing room, started taking people in there, come back over, up over the top, back down the other side and then it was then I seen barriers everywhere so they had to do a job to try and help people people was there that day done what they could but hopefully something like that will never happen again 
And if you'd like to find out a bit more about St Andrew's First Aid We've put some video interviews online You can hear more from the staff and volunteers And of course there's a link to make a donation Just go to Clyde1.com Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard into the final part on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. That just means we're getting closer to kick off on Thursday. Um, so the nerves are setting in, perhaps, or maybe you're you're feeling pretty relaxed about it at this stage. Don't worry, we'll change that between now and then. Plenty more build up to come um, across tomorrow night and so on. Let's just revisit tonight's teaser. There's a interesting response to this on Twitter. Some of them are doing all right. Um, we're looking for. Bear with me. It's quite a difficult question for the last nine clubs that have been in Scotland's top flight since 1990. But aren't currently there Name the last player to score for each of them In the top flight So for instance the guy, It's easier when we go through the answers The guys have gone Falkirk Scott Arfield Gretna Gavin Skelton Harps Connor Washington And Partick Chris Doolan so you, we're, we're you, gave still, us, you gave us too much of a clue for Cali Thistle We're still looking for The last player to score in the top flight For Airdrie Dundee Dunfermline Inverness and Wraith um, John has gone for Owen Coyle at Dunfermline But he's wrong I'm afraid I was going to go Owen Coyle at Airdrie um, No Stevie Seth Cooper. Jackson says Tosh McKinley He's not on the list either Stevie Cooper oh, Fraser Van Dahl What a shout that is He's got Dundee's Brilliant Sorry Where Stevie Cooper there for Airdrie No uh, Nipper Lawrence No I'm going through the full Airdrie team Kenny Black Nope Andy Smith <sighs> Sandy Stewart Nope Well known name though Jimmy Sanderson Nope Well known name Extremely well known name David Kirkwood No uh, what, what year did 93 90? Sanderson Oh they went down 93 did they? They went down earlier than I thought Sanderson Ah uh, they were a They were a Second tier team When they played Celtic In the 95 Cup final Weren't they? Well known name Henry. I mean there's a Oh There's a this uh, guy Davenport Davin? no, no. no 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 There's There's more to the name And the story Than, than being a goal scorer For Airdrie Justin Fashionu Justin Fashionu There we go Oh And then Inverness when you gave away Ethan Motherwell's come to his Alec Fisher Big Alec Fisher Good shout That was tough Alex Fisher Okay we'll leave it there Before the end of the show You need to tell me Who was the last man To score in the top flight For Wraith For Dunfermline Which you'll never get A Dunfermline one and for Dundee Fraser Vandal on Twitter Well done to you sir Shout Infermal, of the night When did Infermal go down? 2000 and 12 2012? 12 yeah Oh Peter Gray's thrown a couple in I don't think he's got any um, Though Close if you like He's hit the post on a couple But mm. Okay We will We'll Wait, leave it there Are they throw for Sean Dennis? No Alright we'll leave it there I'll give you until the end of the show We're on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB um, Justin Smith wants to know How many left footers Will start for Scotland? Five? Does that count as a problem? He asks No I wouldn't Why would so. it? Well, it would be Robertson Tierney Poss uh, Say it was McKenna um, Who else is in McGregor? Yeah Callum McGregor And Christy. Ryan Christie Christie why would it problem left footers? Why was not, well five? I don't know. Sometimes you find only a couple. Uh, I, do you know? It's, it's I, not like it's ten. You know, five is is, is a bit yeah, of a balance. Yeah, something I've never really looked at. Thinking, no. well, there's too many I, I, left footers. I have in, I have in the past. Right I have in the past about the back. Have you? the back line? Yeah, because there was a time, and it might even have been that. It might even have been the 
Was it the England game At Hamden Someone will no doubt Tell me I'm wrong here But it was something like Roger Mulgrew Berra Tierney Robertson I think I think four of the back five yeah. That day Yeah And only no, Was it Anya Was it Anya on the right? So I think four of the five Were left footed And there's been talk in the past About you know Playing Tierney at right back And then it could have been At the time You know centre backs of, mm-hmm. of Berra and Mulgrew And then Robertson We do have a We've got a strange amount of left-footed defenders But five, that's not a problem, is it? Not for me uh, I know a lot of people Mc... John McGinn, remind me um, no. Yeah, you might be right No, no. I don't... I'm not sure I don't really I don't know think so. <laughs> well, I, d- I, I know a lot of people, especially at the back Like the balance, you know Like left-centre-back That's probably left-footed, left-back Right-centre-back But in the modern-day game I don't really... I don't really look at players and think, well, we've got too many guys that kick with their right foot and we've got too many guys that kick with their left. As long as they can they can play football and pass the ball and, and get the yeah. result we need on Thursday night, I don't care yeah. what foot they kick. It's just a quirk, I think. I mean, McGinn, McGinn is left-footed, I think, so I'm now picturing that goal against Sheffield Wednesday in that volley and off the bar. Yeah. Um, so I think he is as well. So, listen, one of those, just one of those things. I'm not sure um, it's convinced the guys, Justin, but it's a decent question. Nevertheless uh, We've got Betfred Cup games tonight By the way You mm. kind of forget Because everything's Any goals yet? Yeah we do Ollie Lee has opened the scoring For Hearts inside Two minutes um, So a good start And a much changed Hearts team um, Tonight uh, I think As you As you would perhaps expect I think Livingston Have gone in front as well At, at Stenhouse Muir In the first minute there uh, So Hearts Have taken the lead At East Is it the Jet? Oh I don't know Has the Jet scored yet? He hasn't. Well, they must have kicked. They kicked off a bit earlier. Seven thirty kick off. It's two nil. It's two nil. Alan Forrest uh, got the second. The first one was Alan Forrest as well. Oh, a double. I was going to say it's too easy for a jet. Mm-hmm. Good player, a jet. I like the jet. Was that it? Was that your big no no easy like jet him. joke? I like. <laughs> I like the easy jet. Grounded, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, two nil to Livy. One nil to Hearts. I'm sure there are a few others. Some interesting uh, fixtures. Try to think All Premiership ties St Johnson Dundee United Yep um, They've already met Twice I think In the league yeah, already Yeah so 0-0 draw A couple of weeks ago At McDermott uh, Third meeting of the season In that one Two draws so far I think they drew Tanadise in opening day Of the Prem season I think the biggest Disappointment Gordon Is looking ahead To the weekend It, it just happened Too early The big grudge match After that The summer of discontent As they'll call it in, or As no one will call it In Scottish football Breaking Against Kelty Oh, is that the weekend? Kelty feel they should have come up Should Breakin have stayed in the division All oh. the vote gate Chairman gate All the rest of it Wilson yeah. could have been in, in the firing line Wilson, Wilson against Barry Ferguson Ah, oh, would have been good They if, chucked him a couple Wilson, of weeks too Yeah, if he could only last at four games What an exciting What an exciting weekend we could have had Well, funnily enough actually Because we've got a show on Saturday You could You want to go and cover that for us? Well, I'd love to Breakin Kelty I would Send love to because let me tell you You need to sit I, on the hedge now though Because of the, the social distancing If, if Wilson has, has, has set them up And it's the same players Wilson got I'll be doing a lot of goal flashes right, Okay Well think about it Over the weekend You've got a big shift on Thursday Don't forget we're here all night on Thursday I don't quite know what that means yet I don't exactly know the, the exact finishing time But we're here longer than usual uh, Keep me up to speed And hopefully celebrating at the end Of that Scotland game Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah you've got to be confident Gordon uh, Roger I guess the next couple of days It'll be one day really It'll all just be is Finishing touches you're, you're not in a situation Where you're risking anyone Getting injured at training Or anything no, like that Are you for not. a game this no. size? 
No, absolutely not. And I think, you know, Fraser and Hanley were ruled out at the weekend. Steve Clark's still got 25 players in the team. I would imagine he would know he's starting 11. He probably knows the subs. He probably knows the team he wants. He probably knows the tactics, the formation. And it's now just, it's less than 48 hours to kick off in Belgrade. It's a huge game. And I genuinely believe mm-hmm. Scotland have a very good chance. Queen's Park won Queen of the South Nil. Jai Katongo has scored um, after two minutes in that one. Here's the thing, Roger, and I, I know we can't, you cannot look past Thursday, but I'm going to do it anyway. Thursday's the biggest by a mile, but actually, although it would hurt if we get beat, th- there's an opportunity to put us in a really good position for, for the next time. If we can go and, and win the games after, it's going to feel like the end of the world on Thursday night. But we can't allow that to last too long if, if things were to go wrong Because we, we kind of need to win the next two games Or it, it would certainly help Yeah, but why not win them all? Why ah, not, good idea why, why not get a feel-good factor attached to the national team? Why not win in Serbia, get to the finals And then go to Slovakia and Israel And get the results that keep us top of the Nations League group And would win his promotion to Group A Alongside the elite of European football It sets you up nicely for the next yeah. Major tournament Absolutely it does Then Ham's to Clark I'm voting for you Hannah You've really got me Excited tonight Well There's a sentence <laughs> you never want to hear I'll bring you one piece of Mars bar cake oh, Well too And now, right. now you're my best pal Oh that, Your wee mum Yeah mummy Hannah Provided oh, the bake goods For the trips tonight I have to say It's bake off night It is, it is. That's why I'm Going to finish the show early tonight So I'm right, going to get, get the quiz here right, I'm quick, excited Dundee, Dunfermline and Wraith The last is, player to score In the top flight For the each Dundee of them. team That went down Andy Nelson No. Give us a clue Can't make He was a lone player And that's why you might not get it Because he's actually still doing the business in our top flight Ooh. See mm. There's one to think about mm-hmm. In fact on this list he'll be by mm, Did Scott Arfield score at the weekend? Greg Stewart? No oh, good it, was, it was only recently 2019 remember Mm-hmm no, I'm lost in that. Right, okay, go. what if I told you this guy has scored the Scottish Premiership goal within the last week? There's not many people have done that. Let <laughs> exactly. Me tell you. He, it wasn't Declan Gallagher for the nope. day, was it? No, nope. 2019. He was on loan. 2019. Right, who scored at the weekend? I'm, I'm, Quick. Tr- I'm trying to Friday work, night. I, I, I can't even show. help you. No, Friday. Another game. Pitodry. Scott Wright Scott Wright Scored in D's last goal Yeah he did Oh yeah. I would never got that 3-2 against St Mirren um, right, right quick Wraith Rovers Gordon No idea Give us a clue I don't know It was against Hibs In 1997 Centre forward I can't remember I must Nichols. admit Nichols um, Nichols quick I'm trying to find I'll find it I'll Google Robert him Dunfermline. Second one Nichol Right he also played for Airdrie And Morton um, He's English though He was a striker I think so came from Airdrie and left for Morton. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, and then played for Falkirk after that as well. No, right. PD initials PD. Uh, Peter. Uh, yes. Peter. Um, I can't remember his name. It's not Davis. Duffield. Uh, Duffield. Right. The Dunfermline Peter one. Duffield. You'll never get it. I'll just give you his initials. PW. Dunfermline. Quickly. Williamson. Paul Willis Too tough Right thank you Roger and Gordon We're back tomorrow at 6 o'clock With Mark Guidi and Andy Halliday